Relax. You're quite safe here. <laughs> Good evening, and welcome to Rock Strikes. Welcome to Rock Strikes Ten, the show guaranteed to always give you ten songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, whether you're doing it at cnjradio.com or you're subscribed and leaving a star rating and review on iTunes and never missing one single episode. Thank you, especially everybody who does that. All right, much like last week's theme where I did my personal favorite tracks that are exclusively from box sets, I'm going to do a similar theme. This was actually a request from Todd Cunningham, friend of the show. Wow, I got a theme show request. How great is that? So I will actually do them if I get requests for them. And I'll have a request from him for this theme later on in the show as well. Listening and being cool does pay off. All right. This particular episode is going to be my favorite bonus tracks off of releases. You know the deal, right? Anytime an album gets reissued on CD, whether it's for the first time or for the fifth time, they try to entice you to buy that physical product because they know that we're insane, hardcore completists. They didn't really need to do that, although bonus tracks do help, I will say. You know, as a, as a, as a big, huge music fanatic, the bonus tracks is, is definitely a welcome thing. So, I'm going to play some of my random favorite tracks. It's not an all-time list, it's just random stuff that popped in my head that made this an easy show theme to do. So let's kick off the show here this week with a song that everybody knows. However, you may not know this version. So when the Cheap Trick catalog finally got reissued out on CD, uh, initially Sony Legacy did the first three records. They wound up doing a really cool complete Budokan and finally did All Shook Up and Dream Police and never really did anything else after that. (laughs) They really just sat on their hands. Uh, Finally there was like a complete studio albums box set that came out that had all the rest of the remasters that they didn't want to put out in separate release form i don't understand why but that was their decision all that being said on the very first cheap trick album the their first album yes a little budokan there for you on the bonus tracks there is I guess one of the first attempts at I Want You to Want Me. Now, I Want You to Want Me already was realized later on, on In Color, of course, one of the greatest sophomore albums ever, but I guess they had been tooling around with it as early as the first album. And I got to say, I think that the uh, version that they did here first that wound up being a bonus track on the debut album is a better version than the one from In Color. That's just me, but it's my opinion, so... I'm going to try to prove it here by playing it here. First track, this is the first attempt at I Want You to Want Me. Check it out.
off this week's show and the best bonus tracks mostly here from reissues and stuff like that that was cheap trick with a really early version of i want you to want me that's a bonus track on the legacy reissue from their very first album all right moving on here got something from the who i don't think i've played the who in a while i could be wrong but i feel like that's the case here and a a great who record that never gets any kind of recognition is a quick one Great record, one of the great sophomore albums. Once again, talking about great sophomore albums, a quick one is a must-own in my opinion. And uh, the Who stuff that came out on CD in the late 90s, all the reissues are great because there's tons of bonus tracks. And a lot of it's like B-sides and stuff that was actually finished. So they're not like crappy demos or anything. They're like truly realized songs. Case in point, I believe this was actually the B-side to Pictures of Lily, a song that was written by John Entwistle. Really cool, fun song here from the early days of The Who. This is Dr. Doctor. Go, I can tell. 
assembled easily the who right there with dr doctor and whether or not you're a fan of the vocal approach or the absolute just random weirdness of the song you gotta admit that they're playing their asses off on that song and on that whole album in particular it's it's a quirky album but i dig it there's a lot of other cool bonus tracks on the quick one reissue such as uh, they do a cover of barbara ann which was not a beach boys song originally although the beach boys did cover it as well and they also do a cover of the Batman television theme, which has to be heard to be believed. So what other excuse do you need to go check out the reissue of a quick one? I don't think you need any more reasons than that. We're moving on here. Going to go way more modern than The Who. Something from one of my favorite bands of all time, Faith No More. There was a couple of deluxe reissues out of their two most popular albums, The Real Thing and Angel Dust. And they're very good collections, even though the band didn't have anything to do with them. I think, you know, Rhino really put together a couple of great reissues here. On the Real Thing reissue, on the deluxe bonus disc, there's a song that was a B-side. I think it was the From Out of Nowhere B-side. I could be wrong. I'll check at some point. But really cool track here. And, you know, Real Thing's such a great album. I'm sure it was hard to cut certain songs off of it, this being one of them. But uh, much like the last one, you know, I think I'm almost half doing a song title remains the same episode now. I just did Dr. Doctor, which most people know is a UFO song title. And now I got this one that most people would know is the Thin Lizzy song title. What am I doing? I'm blowing a whole theme here. But for the purpose of doing a bonus tracks episode, here is a really great B-side by Faith No More called The Cowboy Song.
stuff there some faith no more with the cowboy song from the deluxe edition of the real thing another bonus track there and continuing on with the bonus tracks got one here from a uh, actually european only deluxe edition which i've been slowly purchasing these because i really want to complete the cd version of the catalog this way and unfortunately i feel like rhino really dragged their feet on putting out any kind of great legacy to Ronnie James Dio when he passed away because I figured that was a layup. That was a home run that Rhino was going to put out like these deluxe editions of the Dio solo catalog in America when they'd already started to be done in Europe. I mean, they're out there. You can buy them. And I've been buying them actually kind of on the cheap through a really great store on Amazon called Import CDs. I should get like a affiliative sponsorship with them because I buy a lot of shit from them. So, and they, they do great work. But back to the show and yeah the Dio catalog only deluxe in Europe so Europeans appreciate what you got I just recently purchased the Holy Diver deluxe edition it's a great collection there of course the original album remastered and it's got a, a live show from that particular era and this is a b-side from the Holy Diver era this is Evil Eyes check it out <laughs> Thank you. 
There you go, that classic Dio lineup there. Ronnie Dio, of course, with Vivian Campbell, Jimmy Bain, and Vinnie Apice throwing down there with that unmistakable sound. And I did check while the song was playing there. That was actually the B-side to Holy Diver. So I just wanted to do a little fact check in there. So there you go, the B-side to Holy Diver, Evil Eyes, which you can find, I believe, only on, at least, you know, easily, only on the deluxe edition of Holy Diver. So... Worth importing, for sure. I'll be getting the other ones slowly but surely. Maybe you'll hear some content from them on future episodes. Moving on here. Gonna stick with the metal here. And also, uh, the request from Todd Cunningham. Now, I know I played this band on the last episode. Sometimes I have those tie-ins. But I never need much of an excuse to praise the Point of Entry album by Judas Priest. Might be my personal favorite Priest album. It's definitely the album that doesn't get any respect. I mean, hell, even Turbo got an anniversary edition this year. So, point of entry, still left out in the dark as far as the 80s albums go. At least as far as we're going in order of some sort of 30th anniversary here. They missed the 30th anniversary of point of entry. Let's hope. Let's hope at some point. I guess we're going to have to wait for a 40th 
So, coming in 2021, a respectful reissue of Point of Entry. I'm calling it right now, or at least I'm demanding it. But until then, there was a great reissue catalog out there in the early 2000s by the Mighty Priest and the great Sony Legacy, which did a great job here. I even bought all of them, so I get the spine that had the logo once you put them all together. Yeah, it's right there, right there on the wall there. I'm looking at it right now. And there's that middle part there for point of entry. And each album had, I think, at least one studio outtake or B-side on there. So here was the studio outtake that was from the Legacy reissue of Point of Entry. Pretty much the only piece of bonus content we have to go on for that record for now. And for Todd Cunningham and myself, this is Thunder Road.
All right, a nice cut there. Thunder Road by the great and mighty iconic Judas Priest. We are going to stick with the metal here for pretty much the rest of the episode. For the most part, yeah. The last song is a little more of a hard party rock song, but metal the rest of the way. So if you're a fan of metal, keep turning it up and enjoying the show. Going to go with a band that I think I've only played maybe once on the show before. Another European act, though. Early, uh, you know, possibly maybe in the second wave of new wave of British heavy metal, something like that. Maybe the first wave. I don't know. I'm bad at that, knowing like all the names of the bands. But a band I was definitely familiar with early on in my metal fandom, Raven. And something off of the All for One reissue. I think this is really cool. Like, you know, whenever you can get two awesome acts together for kind of that one time only session. And I think also due to the fact that this guy was, I think, a co-producer on the album, along with the great Michael Wagner. But here you go, from Raven's All for One album, or at least an outtake, a B-side, something like that. It's not on the original album, but it's on the CD reissue, if you can find a nice one. So here's Raven, along with Udo Dirkschneider, of course, from Accept Fame and Udo Fame. This is Inquisitor.
right, there you go. Making your ears bleed in the most beautiful possible way. That was Raven with Udo, Dirk Schneider, and Inquisitor from the All for One reissue, which I believe was like a three-song EP or something. That's where the original audio came from when it first came out, but definitely didn't make it a lot over here. So go check out some Raven if you liked that. Good stuff. Of course, keeping with the metal, going back to America here, some Los Angeles 80s heavy metal with Wasp, of course. Always fun, always a good choice, listening to some Wasp, kicking back, turning it up. This is a bonus track from the CD reissue of their debut album, their self-titled record there. And I always definitely recommend, I mean, getting the reissues anyway, because the sound quality, more often than not, is going to be better for sure than the original CD release. But especially on the self-titled Wasp album, there's so many great bonus tracks on there. Of course, all the 12-inch singles, you know that one. You know the, the infamous one, right? So along with all of that and some other cool tracks, there is a Rolling Stones cover of Paint It Black. So yeah, why not? Let's do that one. Here's some Wasp, Paint It Black.
There you go. There's Wasp's interpretation of the Rolling Stones classic Paint It Black. Not committing to the high note there. However, they definitely put the Wasp-esque stamp on there. And if you like that, like I said, go check out the debut record, the reissue with all the cool bonus tracks on it. You will get Paint It Black if you look hard enough. It, it's easy enough to find it out there. Probably easier to find than the original CD issue at this point. So, All right. And then uh, here's an album that I definitely enjoy, and you definitely have to have a sense of humor to appreciate a band like S.O.D., Stormtroopers of Death, which was a short-lived supergroup, an on-and-off-again supergroup of thrash metal titans, Billy from M.O.D., Scott and Charlie from Anthrax, and Dan from Nuclear Assault, originally with Anthrax, actually, for those of you who didn't know that. But they put out this phenomenally groundbreaking offensive album called speak english or die in the mid 80s instantly became a cult classic if you watched headbangers ball in the late 80s all those really crazy grainy black and white stock footage intros with the crazy thrash music on there 100 percent sod yes good stuff so you definitely got to get speak english or die i recommend the two th- i think it's a 2000 reissue somewhere around there 99 or 2000 and the sound quality on it's great. There's like a bonus live EP attached. It's all on one CD because it's a short album anyway. And there were two studio bonus tracks on there as well. I believe those were new recordings for the reissue because they definitely sound a lot newer than the original album. So I'm going to go with that. And it's a really strong track. Of course, it just completely kills. So here you go. This is SOD with Identity. <laughs>
All right, some SOD there with Identity, a bonus track from the Speaking with Sir Die CD reissue. Highly recommended by this guy over here. Gotta get it. All right, moving on here. Of course, a band that's reissued their catalog quite a few times, and sort of much like I was referring to the Dio catalog earlier, definitely the European deluxe editions are the way to go for this band if you're going to finally commit to studio albums. Talking about Motorhead, of course a perennial favorite here on Rock Strikes 10, and any real rock and roll fan. But uh, the rock and roll reissue especially is great. It's a really, really strong era for the band. I mean, you know, they don't have a lot of weak ones, obviously, but rock and roll especially, a killer record. Plus, uh, on the Eat the Rich 12-inch, they, they include the songs from that on the reissue, and arguably two of the best Motorhead songs ever are on that 12-inch. They didn't even make it on a proper studio record, but in their package with the rock and roll reissue, man, because it's got Cradle to the Grave and this one, the seven-and-a-half-minute epic, Just Cause You Got the Power. Of course, take the knobs and flip them all the way up to the top, just like Lemmy and the boys used to do on stage. Enjoy. Just 
All right, there you go. Some Motorhead to cleanse your soul there. That was just because you got the power. And if there was room on the back, in parentheses, it would say, it don't mean you got the right. Ah, oh, yes. Great stuff. And we're going to close out this bonus tracks-themed episode of Rock Strikes 10 with one of the great bonus tracks and maybe the only time in rock and roll history where an American release got it better than the Euros did. It's pretty unprecedented, but back when Hanoi Rocks first did their comeback right there in the early 2000s, I remember reading that they had a new record out and so frustrated that I couldn't really buy it you know, for a, an affordable price in America until one of the great rock and roll label saviors of the modern era, the short-lived label called Liquor and Poker Records, they were going to put out an American release for the Hanoi Rocks album, 12 Shots on the Rocks. And man, it not only did it come out and I was able to buy it and, and on the cheap, but there were like three or four extra songs on it that Europe didn't even get. And maybe on singles or something, but here it was all here on one CD. And for one brief shining moment, we outdid the foreign markets with our bonus tracks. Yes. Thank you, Liquor and Poker Records. This is definitely an album you should own. It's amazing. I, I was commenting even at the time when this album came out. It's like they just took Hanoi after 84, froze them in a block of ice, chipped it out. And they recorded their follow-up album. It's like they hadn't aged a day. It was awesome. And just a well-produced album. The material's strong. There's no other excuse you need to get 12 shots on the rocks. It's amazing. And right at the very end of the album is a Willie DeVille cover. How cool is that? And that's what I'm going to play here to close out this particular episode. So enjoy this. This is the great Hanoi Rocks and Are You Lonely Tonight? Stop it. 
pretend to be That is rock and roll, kids. All right. Hanoi Rocks and a cover of Willie DeVille's Are You Lonely Tonight. If you don't know about Willie DeVille and Mink DeVille, you definitely got to look them up. That's a band that I should play more on Rock Strikes 10. Maybe on the next episode. I'll see where I can fit them in. I would love to. Such a great act. All right. And, of course, Hanoi is amazing from 12 Shots on the Rocks. All right. We're going to close off this show here. Uh, next week's my birthday. I have no idea what the hell I'm going to do. I do have a Fallen episode in the can, but I was like, ah, I don't want to do a Fallen episode on my birthday week, so I'm going to save that one for one more week. So for in two weeks from now, you're going to get the latest Fallen episode with myself and Logan. And for my birthday episode, it'll be a surprise, even to me at this point in time. So please join me on the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this one. Please go to cnjradio.com for all things Rock Strikes 10, including every episode ever from episode 1 all the way to this one, number 246. Thank you if you've been listening this whole time, or at least most of the time, or hell, even if this is your first one. this is your first one, especially go to cnjradio.com and check out the vault. Let me know what you liked and what you didn't like. And while you're on there, definitely check out the Synaptic Podcast featuring Randy Brown, a true alternative. Full disclosure, I do produce the show. However, if I didn't have anything to do with it, I would still gladly listen to it and recommend it to all of you. While you're also on cnjradio.com, please check out Chris's blogs, Last Theater on the Left, and Wrestling House Show. And last but not least, extra special thanks to Pete and the guys from Spacebeard for this awesome outro you're about to listen to. Please go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband purchase their latest album gone which is amazing and tell them that rock strikes 10 sent you all right i'll see you next week for my birthday with a big question mark over my head and i want to thank you once again for listening we'll see you on the next one have fun